the morning sunshine. Oh, what a great morning. Oh, not too shabby. Rick and Carly's My Morning Show. Time to rise and shine. I can wake up laughing. This is Rick and Carly in the morning. Hello, good morning. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. For another day? It's not quite Friday yet, but we're getting close. Bit by bit. Hang in there. Mm -hmm. We got your back. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, had kind of an embarrassing thing happen yesterday. You never think that you're going to be that guy. Right. And yesterday, I was that guy. I reached out to uh, somebody I don't know, but a guy that I really respect in the radio business. Mm -hmm. I grew up in San Diego, California. He was the producer on this uh, big-time show. Uh, He's the... I don't know if he's the only. He, he was the very first radio producer inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. Ooh. Big time guy. Yeah, that is big time. Anyways, they um, there was a little documentary on him, like mm-hmm. a, just some of the colleges or somebody from the kids from the college did down okay. there on him. And I watched like 20 minutes long. It's real amateur type stuff, but it, it was very interesting to me because I, I've followed this guy for like 40 years. Well, this was your show. I mean, that's what it really kind of yeah, inspired you is, to get into radio. This is the show that I grew up on. That's yeah. right. So I sent him a message on Facebook telling him how he inspired me to get into the business, Oh, how great I think he is. Sure. He responds. I mean, wow. pretty quickly too, which that's I'm thinking, cool. this guy really is a cool guy. Yeah. Now, I, being a dummy, immediately mm-hmm. said, hey, I, I'd like to take you out to dinner. Sometime. I come out to San Diego three or four times a year because my family lives out there. Yeah. And I could tell that at that moment, I had entered creepy status. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. No response. Yes. Total ghost. Done. You took Over. It, you just took it too far. <laughs> and we had some dialogue yeah. going, too. Yeah, but he's like, okay, we're not friends. I know. I was um, thinking that we might be in the friend zone. No, not yet. I, well, now it's never happening. No, no, no. Because if you ever run into him again, it's, he'll uh, be like, oh, yeah, that's that's that guy. I'm the creepy stalker guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang it. How'd I, I get know. There, I don't know. Getting arrested at work. I know for you, Carly, that would probably be the worst thing ever in the oh, entire world. Being arrested, period. My worst fear on planet Earth is not death, it's jail. Now, why is that? I'm very claustrophobic. Oh. So I, I'd just be afraid I couldn't get out. Have I, you been there before? Have you ever been arrested? Nope. I have. I know. <laughs> for dumb stuff. Yes. Like one of them was like a ticket I didn't know I had. Like and- you've had the cuffs on? I did. I get. Oh yeah. my god! The guy felt really bad when he pulled me over because it was just. Ugh. This was decades ago. Yes. So I was bringing a movie back to Blockbuster, mm-hmm. and on my way back, I don't know if I was speeding or. Oh no, I wasn't speeding. I had my uh, my my registration wasn't up to date. Shocker. And then, <laughs> and the guy was really nice about it. I don't even think he was going to give me a ticket. And then it came back that there was a warrant out for my arrest. For what? Uh, for a, a ticket that I had not paid that I didn't even Again, realize shocking. I had. Yeah, that never happens. <laughs> Anyways, this recently hit national news. This car salesman that was test driving a customer's Mustang got arrested for driving 103 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour oh, zone. Oh, oh. So, you guys never fail us. We threw this out online at Rick and Carly who got arrested at work. Thank you so much for being so interesting. We have the most interesting listeners ever. We do. 
So Carrie says this. Carrie says, my husband got arrested while he was driving his company vehicle, got oh. stopped for speeding, and arrested for an outstanding library fine. Library, library fine? Library fine. They're going to arrest you for that? No way. That Half the it. time, they don't even make you pay. <laughs> what? Bring in a can of ha- food instead. There has to be more to that story. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Yeah, there's no way. Library fine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be exactly like my story until yeah. she threw the word library right. in there. Right. Uh, Jen says, I used to work at a gas station and a co-worker was arrested for stealing over $1,500 in cash from the safe while on shift over a few days. I bet that happens more often than you'd think. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tim says, guy got arrested for threats to other employees because they were saying stuff about Dallas Cowboys football. Oh, (laughs) you don't go there. So he started threatening them. Mm. He had a handgun in the saddlebag of his motorcycle. No. And they ended up arresting him right off the unloading line. Wow. All because of the The your, your football team. Yeah. That's kind of crazy, huh? That is. Mike says, uh, Napa manager was arrested. Turns out he had a parts store in his garage. Yes, he was stealing parts and then selling them out of his garage. Wow. Can't do that, huh? Can't imagine you'd make that much money. Oh, you could. Some of those parts are really expensive. Oh, are they? Yeah. Uh, Mary says, I worked at the grocery store as a teenager, and one day the cops came in, arrested one of the customer service guys. He was stealing scratch-off tickets and taking oh, in the it. winners. Uh, yeah. Oh, then he so he not only steal the ticket, he'd take the winner back into the store and cash yeah. it out. I know. It's like, and you think you're not gonna get <laughs> caught doing that? Come on. And then Dusty says, I used to work as a pharmacy tech. One day a gal came through the drive-thru and handed me a written prescription from a doctor for Oxycontin. Yep. Conveniently, the originally the or the original quantity was crossed out and a new, more generous quantity oh, yes. was written in in a different colored pen. Oh FYI. wow. So dumb. It took me a hot minute to notice the discrepancy because I was a, a pharmacy robot. Mm-hmm. But once I did, I showed the pharmacist and they had me stall the gal while they called the police. She was arrested wow. on the spot. You can be arrested for that. Hmm. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yes, you do. You, if you got a library fine, you, yeah. you better watch out. Well, I guess so. They're coming for you. Huh? <laughs> hey, can you keep a secret? Yeah, I didn't think so. Rick and Carly in the morning. Natalie's husband, Carter, is a mechanic. It's a man's man. <laughs> and you you like that about him, right, Natalie? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So when your husband, Carter, gets home... The first thing he does, he heads straight to the shower, which is, that's kind of standard for guys who are out working in the grease or the dirt or whatever. Yeah. But you don't want him to head straight to the shower. Explain. Okay. So I know he's doing it because he loves me and he's doing it because he's being thoughtful. But I've never told him this, but I love the smell of gasoline and oil and tires. <laughs> I would rather he not take a shower when he gets home. What? Really? Oh my god! Yeah. Huh? That's interesting. <laughs> I just, I just love that smell. It's just so manly, and it's, yeah. just, it's, it's yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. You, huh, you, you like a dirty, grimy guy, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Golly. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay, and you've never told him that this is kind of secretly your thing that you're into. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, not even, it's just, I don't know, maybe he, he'll think it's weird or something. Yeah. He, like, like, he comes home, like, he, you know, give me a kiss, hello, honey, and then straighten shower. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And how long but, do you want him to stay away from the shower? Like an hour? <laughs> or what are, what are we talking here? Uh, I think that's on a need-to-know basis. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. She wants to get a little action first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Depends on the night. Wow, to each their own, I guess, <laughs> yeah. huh? Hello? Is this Carter? Yes, it is. Hi, Carter. My this is Carter the Mechanic, right? Yep. Yeah, this is Carter the Mechanic. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Carter, our names are Rick and Carly. We do a morning show on the radio. I think I threw him off when I uh, when, when I jumped in there. He's yeah. like, who the heck what, is this? What is going on? <laughs> so here's the deal, Carter. Your wife, Natalie, reached out to us, and there is something that she secretly loves about you. Mm-hmm. And she wants to tell you this morning. <laughs> okay. Natalie. So, hi, babe. Um, <laughs> hi. So I feel kind of weird about this. So I thought it would be more helpful to have you guys help me out with it. Um, but see, I secretly love how you come home and you smell like gasoline and tires and car oil. And, um, I know you're you doing it to be thoughtful, but I would prefer if uh, if you didn't jump right in the shower because I just love the way you smell when you get home from work. What? What? <laughs> what? That's so weird. But I I, I shower because I feel gross, not because I feel I I, ha- I have to shower. Well, I I know, I, I know but it's just it's kind of a turn on the, the way you smell when you come home, like. Maybe try it like one time and 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 see how it goes. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> hi, everyone. So uh, weird. Yeah. I, I I guess I can try. Yeah. Anything for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yay. That's Thank a good you. Okay. <laughs> she yeah. likes she likes you to smell like a man. Yes. That you come uh-huh. home and she's mm-hmm. yeah. I can tell it's. It's, it's I think maybe, I smell like my coworkers, but okay. Oh boy! Well, maybe oh, that's what she maybe likes. that's I it. Don't I, I don't know. <laughs> Have fun with that, you guys. <laughs> I can't wait to get a phone call back. I, I want to see if this becomes a thing for you. Right. Guys. Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. Friends cast issued a joint statement after Matthew Perry's death, but now Matt LeBlanc and Courtney Cox have posted their own tributes on Instagram. So Matt LeBlanc posted several pictures with Matthew and he said, it is with a heavy heart I say goodbye. The times we had together are honestly among the favorite times of my life. It was an honor to share the stage with you and to call you my friend. I will always smile when I think of you and I'll never forget you. Never. Spread your wings and fly, brother. You are finally free. Much love. I guess you're keeping the 20 bucks you owe me. I love that. I just got to throw something like that. I know. I know. And then Courtney posted a behind the scenes video from when they filmed the scene where Monica and Chandler sleep together for the first time. And Matthew had given her a funny line to say just to make the audience laugh. Mm -hmm. She said that he often did things like that. He was funny. He was kind. She said, I'm so grateful for every moment I had with you, Maddie, and I miss you every day. 
Also, Michael J. Fox just revealed something awesome that Matthew did for him. I guess when the Friends cast started making a million dollars an episode, he made a big donation to the Michael J. Fox Foundation, and that was kind of in their infancy. So he just says it was very much appreciated. It's crazy how much good he was doing, which I never yeah. realized until no. after he passed on. All mm-hmm. this kind of comes out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Some Detroit Lions fans are calling on the team to dump receiver Jamison Williams for a food-related offense. He went to McDonald's, ordered a McDouble and an Oreo McFlurry. Then he removed the top bun from the burger, put a glob of his McFlurry on it, and ate it. <laughs> People were like, that is not okay. That's against the law, huh? That is against the law. The rules of McDonald's. Yeah. It does seem kind of nasty. He's a big guy. Yeah. He he could do it. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Kim Kardashian says she is passing her strong work ethic onto her kids. She says that her eldest daughter, North, though, may not be learning all the right lessons. So I guess North, who is now 10, likes to set up a, a lemonade stand at the end of their street and Kim says she'll scam people. So if it's just a random person. That sounds like a Kardashian to it me. It does, I know. Golly. If a random person stops, she'll just charge them two bucks. But if she uh. knows you, Kim says she'll fully scam you. She says that she gets calls from her friends all the time saying, North just charged me 20 bucks for a lemonade. She'll get, grab their 20 and then be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have any change. Yeah, she's learning. She is learning. She's learning at an early age. Uh-huh. You know, it's crazy that that those kids are like the same age that Kylie and Kendall were oh, when we were watching yeah. the Kardashian show. That's true. Really weird, it's huh? It's weird to see that. It's come yeah. full circle. For years, I've been trying to talk Rick into two dishwashers. <laughs> yes, she has. I would honestly rather have two dishwashers than a double oven. Because I'm like, I feel like I would use the two dishwashers on a regular basis. Why do we have to have either of them? Why, one oven, one dishwasher? Why is that first, not sufficient? First world problems, Rick, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the two dishwasher thing is the number one trending kitchen item. Well, we got to be trending. Yes. We got to be on trend. There is evidence to back why we need two dishwashers. And what is that? So... If you have a second dishwasher, then you can have additional room to wash pots and pans. A lot of times we have to wash the pots and pans by hand. But if you have a second dishwasher... Just throw them in there. Just throw them in there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or some people are saying you could have a separate dishwasher for the kids' stuff. Yeah. One for like the nice dishes and then one for the kids' stuff. And this is what happens with with everything in life. Mm -hmm. We have two refrigerators. We have an outside refrigerator and we have an an inside refrigerator. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think there's room in the outside refrigerator because we have an inside? No, no, no. They're no. just you just fill them up, and that's yeah. what's going to happen with the dishwashers. I'm fill sure. It up and- I am sure. <laughs> Again, this is the new trendy thing, and I've been on this for years, so I just yeah. would like to jump on board. Well, you keep trying, girl. Now, our only problem is we have a really small kitchen. There's no room for oh, a second no dishwasher, which know. means we'll have to sell our house, get a newer, nicer house, oh, yeah. so we can stay on trend and have two dishwashers. Oh, my gosh. It's snowballing, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. I do a series online called Wife Hacks. And in that, I give just little suggestions, cleaning tips, cooking tips, that kind of stuff. Well, someone suggested I should expand this and do some parenting hacks. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I like that. We're going to test the waters a little bit this Mm -hmm. morning. Yes. We asked for some parenting hacks online at Rick and Carly. And here's what our friends shared. There's some pretty good hacks. 
So Shelly Smith says blend vegetables into other foods to get kids to eat them. Like blend broccoli into ketchup or cauliflower into mac and cheese. This is what you do with your dog when he's not eating the the medicine that you need to give him. Mm -hmm. We just take that tactic onto our kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's worth trying. (laughs) I feel like my kids, when they were little, they would sniff that out. I know kids are smart that way, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Gina Fairborn says she just calls all meat chicken. Oh, Probably pretty smart. Well, most meat's pretty good, though, right? So the kids why do you even have to? So picky. But they always like chicken. They always like chickens. So you say okay. it's chicken. It's chicken. Eat it. All right. Why is it dark? Uh, that's the dark meat. Okay. <laughs> why does it look like ground hamburger with mm-hmm. fat all over it's it? Ground it's chicken. chicken. Okay? Yeah, we Don't ground argue. it up. Eat it. <laughs> Rachel Peck says only charging the iPad to thirty five percent. This way, it limits their time on Ooh, it. Ooh, that is a smart hack, right? Pretty there. smart. Yeah. Jennifer Stein says, "Oh, and I did this when my kids were little. Give them a glass of juice that's mm-hmm. really half juice, half water, because juice is so sugary. It's bad mm. for their teeth." My son, like, he wanted apple juice nonstop, so we would water it down. Or even just put like four or five drops of the apple juice in a glass of water. Well, don't take it that far. That's, <laughs> That's not going, going to work. Ex- you don't think so? No, no. It depends no. on how young they are. That's why I'm realizing all of these parenting hacks come from women. Because they're smart enough to get it. Yeah. And the guys, I mean, you're suggesting things like dropping. I'm just trying to go all the way mm. here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Molly Jinx says telling them celery will give them superpowers or broccoli or whatever it is. Like, it's going to make you really strong. It's the old spinach thing, the old yeah. Popeye thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it works sometimes. Uh, Natalie Ahrens says setting their alarm to the music from their favorite video game so they wake up. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you set that alarm to. You mm-hmm. hate that noise eventually. You, yeah, you end you up learn to hate it. it. Yeah. But if that, that's not a bad hack if you want them to hate playing video games. True. Maybe set the alarm to all their different video games. Yeah, and good then they point. don't want to hear that anymore. Mm-hmm. Boy, look, we're coming up with stuff. Yeah. One more parenting hack. This one from Tiffany Winters. She says, say a bowl of broccoli is just for you. Which may, oh, she's saying, say it's for like the mom. So I, I'd have a bowl of broccoli, oh, and I can't like, have any of this. This is my nope, broccoli. No, no, back off Mm-mm. right and now. And then they're like, nope, "Please, nope. can I have some?" No, I don't know if they'd fall for that. You don't think so? I feel like most kids would be like, "Well, you take that, mom. Where's <laughs> yeah. the cake?" Exactly. Can I have a bowl of ice cream? <laughs> you have the bowl of broccoli. <laughs> it's just for you, mom. Just for you. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for the ultimate battle of the sexes. Time for he said, she said with Rick and Carly. Hello, hello, hello. Here we go again. The battle of Carly, Rick, and Sean Peabody, our producer. Good morning, Sean. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. I, w- I want to get you guys' uh, opinion on this. Mm-hmm. I know like most couples, when they when they sleep in the bed, they have to have their sides. Like There's yep. always a side of the bed. So like, who gets which side of the bed? And if you both, mm-hmm. and what happens if you guys both want the same side? Ooh, yeah. How do you split that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I know with, I mean, I have had the, if you're facing the bed, I'm really bad at my lefts and rights. If you're facing the bed, you're on I've the been right on the side. right side for as long as I can remember. Okay. Now, when I got divorced, I continued to sleep on that right side for years. And then all of a sudden I went, what am I doing? Why I can, don't I sleep in the middle of I the bed? I can sleep in the middle. This is my bed. Yeah. Right? So then I started kind of sleeping in the middle. But when Rick 
and I got together. I just naturally assumed that right side, but I have no idea where that came from. I think, from. and that just worked out for us because mm-hmm. if I would have wanted that side, then you run into some uh, problems. Some problems. For me, it's the side that makes it easier for me to get a little action. What? That's the side that Are I want to be on. Yes, hundred percent. I'm not lying. I thought you were going to say I want the side that's closest to the bathroom. No, because that's the side I, you have. I, I don't care about that. I I want number one on my priority list is because people have whether you realize it or not. When you kiss somebody mm-hmm. or when you go in for a little action, you have sides. Like when you kiss somebody, you yes. usually lean your head one way right. or a different way. The yeah. other way is awkward. Mm. So for me, I've got to be on the left side if you're facing the bed so that yeah. I get my uh That works. So does, does, that matter? does that matter of the bed? I mean, the bed is a square. So does it matter of the bed or does it matter where it's positioned in the room? Where the bed's positioned in the room? Because then it's like you could be on mm. the left or the right side depending on where you have the bed I feel like when we go to a hotel room, sometimes we, we switch, switch it, up. it up. Yeah, and For, it's kind of okay. well when we're when we're on the road or we're in a hotel room. I like to be closer to the air conditioner. Uh huh. Because Carly's a cold sleeper and I'm a hot sleeper. You're a hot yeah. sleeper, aren't I'm you, Sean? I'm a hot Sean? sleeper. Yeah. Mm. So I like to be closer to the air conditioner. I also like to be closer to the window, mm-hmm. which is usually where that is. Do you want to know? <laughs> I'm the same way, Daria. <laughs> yeah. The real reason, if you want the absolute truth as to why I am on the right side. Uh-huh. I want to be farther away from the door so that if a serial killer comes in, <laughs> they're going for you first. Are you joking with that? I'm or not you, joking. Like, She's like, I don't have to be faster than oh, the I'm serial killer. Just be faster than Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Just go for him first. He said, she said. It's like beauty versus brains, but both belonging to Carly. A 64-year-old man named Doug facing charges for painting his neighbor's plants. What? Yes. There's security footage of him walking onto his neighbor's property, applying paint to some of their plants outside. Like green paint, the uh, plants were dead and... He wanted them to look good, that type of thing? No, he's got some beef with his neighbors. It's not mm. the first time he's vandalized their property in a creative way. Earlier this year, he was arrested in uh, the span of six days. He was arrested three times. <laughs> so, like, he dismantled their porch lights one time. He turned on the sprinklers in their yard. And <laughs> you got to give him an A for creativity. <laughs> he also removed a bunch of flags that were part of a Memorial Day display. What is the problem? I don't know, but he's facing multiple charges. When should you stop wearing jeans? Mm. Interesting question, right? Yeah. Uh, most people agree and they say never. You talking right, about right? Why right. would you even threw this online? It, you, some people get upset. They're like, "Why would you ask some stupid mm-hmm. question like that, Rick?" Well, I, I understand their <laughs> frustration. However, all four of my grandparents are still alive, and I don't think any of them wear jeans anymore. I feel, is that because they came from a different style? Maybe they never wore jeans in the first place. No, I think they used to wear jeans, and now they don't. Interesting. Hmm. It'd be uh, it'd be interesting to get their take on this. Yeah, huh? here's some thoughts from our listeners. Most of them, like we said, uh, say never. Okay, you yeah. could wear jeans forever. And uh, we did have a couple of other uh, opinions. 
when the only pair that fits are some high riding mommy jeans with elastic side paddles. Mm. <laughs> That's when you should stop. I feel like those are just trendy jeans. The mom jeans have been in style for a long time. I'll be honest, I couldn't even keep up with all that information. Oh, I know. There was know a lot. There. Uh, I know a beautiful lady who just turned 91. She's a really good dancer. Looks mm. fabulous in jeans. Wow. Good for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love wearing jeans, but I have too many stomach issues, and they're not comfortable for me. Oh, gosh. little TMI there. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's when you stop wearing them. Maybe. Uh, this last comment, never, especially if they're tight because they hold everything in place. Mm. Keep you looking good. Maybe a little uncomfortable if you're... Yeah, sucking everything in, but it's all about making yourself look good. Yeah, for the public, Carly. Of course, that's it's about the public, <laughs> isn't it? It's a public service. I, yeah, it is a public service. <laughs> Guy went into a grocery store to buy some wine. Security cameras caught him opening nine different bottles and taking sips of them. <laughs> he wanted to do some taste tests first, yeah. huh? And then he finally decided, okay, oh, this is the one this, I want uh, to buy. Oh, it's good. He paid for that wine, left before the store realized what he'd done, and they called the cops. Mm-hmm. They're trying to track him down. They say he taste tested about $64 worth of wine. You know what's crazy too is opening wine is not easy. No, that's what I was thinking. It's like it takes effort. Even if you have the screw caps, they got it wrapped up in there. You got to undo that whole thing. Who's buying screw cap wine? That's what I want to know. I do because it's cheaper. Oh boy. (laughs) Cheap wine, baby. We all have tipping fatigue at this point. (laughs) What's it called? Tipping fatigue? Tipping fatigue. Yeah. In fact, uh, they did this big study on tipping, and the average American tips at least five people a week, which has led to the fatigue, right? Yeah, you don't think about how many times during the week that you actually Mm -hmm. tip. Mm -hmm. We always think about those certain situations where you don't want to tip. Yeah. You feel compelled to, a little peer pressure. Oh, yes, yes. We're going to actually dive into the psychology of tipping a little bit. Uh, 43% of people don't want to look like a jerk, and that is why they tip. Yeah. One in three don't want to seem cheap. Yeah. 70% of us say we feel guilty if we don't leave a tip if the person is standing right in front of us, <laughs> eyeballing us. I like, what that. are they going to do? What are I they hate do? that when oh, they give you the iPad and they're looking right in your eyes. It's just horrible. It Can really you just is. Shut your eyes for a second. Yes, this is go, not your business. Go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> we're still tipping waiters and waitresses more than we were pre-pandemic. 20% yeah. is the new 15. That's never going back. No, absolutely it, it, it not. It just isn't. Yeah. And uh, the area of the country that tips the very best, want to take a guess? Ooh, in the United States of America, mm-hmm. the best tippers would be New York? That's what I would think. Like New it's York. So expensive. Well, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. not. No? It's kind of surprising. It's people in the Midwest. Midwest? Yeah. Because they have manners out there. They care about people. Oh, maybe that's it. I don't know. They're big tippers. <laughs>